Hey friend, are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? A toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way? Hop over and check out The Stephanie Gass Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery. To get it done, you can get the show notes and more at drleewarren.podbean.com. That's drleewarren.podbean.com, and if you'd like the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Friend, we're back. It is a rare recording on a Monday afternoon. It's July 4th, 2022, and I'm here in Tata's bedroom with Tata. Hey, Tata. Hi, how are you? Happy 4th of July. Thank you. Happy 4th of July to you as well. We've missed a couple of weeks recording Tuesdays with Tata, but we're yeah. back at it. Yeah. Yeah, the month of June was uh, was laborious at best. Kind of a gauntlet for you, isn't it? Yes. We've got Lisa's birthday, Jessica's birthday, you and Nanny's anniversary. Yeah. 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 We got but, through it, though, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <clears throat> we did. By well, the grace of God, go we. Amen. <clears throat> well, hope that you're safe and having some time with family or loved ones out there here on the 4th of July. We're going to be recording this for tomorrow release, obviously, for Tuesdays with Tata. We've been doing this for 40-something episodes now, Tata. That is amazing. I can't, I can't even get my mind around it's that. It's stunning, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of stunning. You've got uh, interesting. I get this little email every day. I don't think I've shared it with you maybe, but... Um, it shows uh, stats for the podcast in different countries around the world. Uh-huh. And, um, we were in the top 10 in the Christian section in Croatia for almost all of June. Is that so, right? Yeah, so our Croat friends out there, if you're listening, we're, we're grateful for you and praying for you. We'd love to hear from you wherever you are in the world. Send us an email, lee at drleewarren.com, or if you're on Podbean, you can leave a comment. If you're listening on Substack, you can leave a comment there. Wherever you're listening, just let us hear from you. We'd love to know where you're from and what you're doing, how you got connected. And we're praying for you, and we're grateful. Don't forget the prayer wall, wleewarnmb.com slash prayer. And the newsletter is drleewarn.substack.com. And today we're going to have the second part of a conversation that we started a few weeks ago when we talked about prayer. As Tata, of course, mm-hmm. I've told you, is the 
mentor of mine for prayer in this in mm. this life, great prayer warrior with a flattened kneecap and Thank you. <laughs> you visited and prayed with thousands, probably it's not hyperbole, you probably say tens of thousands of people over your lifetime. Well, probably, yes. We, that, one of the things I think I mentioned this before, but one of the things that we that we did while we were in hospital ministry was distribute a little cross that was made of uh, olive wood, and, and I think you referred to one as well. And um, we did a, a woman that, that uh, found helped me find those crosses through Serve, uh, which is a nonprofit, and they come from the West Bank of Jerusalem, and they're made of olive wood. And we, we based on what limited information we had, we, we, we think that that probably were distributed between somewhere between eight and ten thousand of those little crosses. Wow! You gave one of those to me uh, shortly before I went to Iraq, yes, two thousand four, and I uh, wore it around my neck every surgery I did in Iraq, and then I brought it home and I've worn one of them. I've worn a few of them out, but I've worn one of them <laughs> around my neck every time I've operated since then. Yeah. So I've given them away to my surgical teams and countless patients, and yeah. so that's been a this continuation of your little cross ministry that um, has become part of my practice. Many patients have received those, and most of my staff over the years have had them. So mm. Pretty neat, Dad. Well, thank you. It is, uh, it's been a joy. That's one of the things that I always said to people when I visited with them, no matter what kind of circumstances they were in, I asked if I could pray with them, and then I asked if I could give them a gift. Yeah. And then also asked if I could anoint them. Hmm. You did. You did. Wow. You know, we talked about prayer, and I wanted to. I want to read you something. Um, a little bit of an extended reading here, but I think it's worth it. To you've not seen this before, so I want to put it on you and see what you think. Richard Foster wrote a book called Prayer: Finding the Heart's True Home back in the early '80s, and I've got the 10th anniversary of that book, which was released in 1992. So, the book's been around for a while. Yeah. And uh, it's just a great book about prayer. If you've never read it, friend, we we encourage you uh, to go back and read some old books along with your new books. As C.S. Lewis said, it's not that the old writers were any smarter or better, but they tend to. Every writer in a generation tends to circle around the same ideas and the same problems. And and if we're making mistakes in our theology or our commentary, at least they'll be making different mistakes in older books. <laughs> and so, go read some old books along with your new ones. But this is a good one. And I just want to give you this, Tata, and kind of get your take on this conversation about prayer here. Let me read you a little bit of the first chapter of Prayer, Finding the Heart's True Home from Richard Foster, okay? Mm-hmm. Coming Home, an Invitation to Prayer. God has graciously allowed me to catch a glimpse into His heart. And I want to share with you what I have seen. Today the heart of God is an open wound of love. He aches over our distance and preoccupation. He mourns that we do not draw near to Him. He Mm -hmm. grieves that we have forgotten Him. Mm. He weeps over our obsession with muchness and manyness. He longs for our presence. Mm. And He is inviting you and me to come home. To come home to where we belong to come home to that for which we were created. His arms are stretched out wide to receive us. His heart is enlarged to take us in. Mm. How's that land on you, Tata? Oh, my goodness, that is profound. Um, And you think about that, and maybe, maybe for me it all boils down to one thing. God wants to hear from us. He does. 
Now, when you th- take it in that perspective, though, it is an entirely different picture. Yeah. He is yearning to hear from us. Yearning. He knows that we're consumed with, I love what he said, muchness and manyness. That's we're right. consumed with stuff and, yeah. and accomplishments and all that, and we wonder why we're so tired and why we're so hungry. And he says, just talk to me. Yeah. Tell me all about it. Tell me about it. Scarlett, when she was little, said, tell me about it. <laughs> Our granddaughter. Tell me about it. So, so this, this prayer is the, the vehicle, the, the, the doorway by which we can approach him to have that conversation Absolutely. that he longs for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and as we said before, Scripture is God. Read, when we read Scripture, read God's Word, he's talking to us. Mm-hmm. And then when we pray, we're talking to him. That's right. For too long, Foster says, for too long, we've been in a country, a far country, a country of noise and hurry and crowds, a country of climb and push and shove, a country of frustration and fear and intimidation. And he welcomes us home, home to serenity and peace and joy, home to friendship and fellowship and openness, home to intimacy and acceptance and affirmation. That's right. And 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 that I've labored with this with this thought about praying to God. And there's all kinds of books written about prayer. You're yeah. you're holding one, mm-hmm. and but you can't know how to pray until you do it. That's right. I mean, you can. We can come up with all kinds of techniques and uh, rules, and you you could you could fill a three by five card up and, and and start reading that. And I somewhere I have a book of the common prayers, and I've always had that, and I have I've I've I thought that was beautiful to have all of that in one piece. Yeah. If you don't know what to say, that's right. Because there's been times when I don't know what to say. Yeah. And I but I tell him, I don't know what to say. Yeah. But I need you. He himself said, apart from me, you can do nothing. That's right. That's what Paul was getting at when he said, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us with groans. and Like when we don't even know what to say, he picks it up for us. And, That's right. And helps us complete the song. <clears throat> and when we're coming before him, I love how Foster says this. Like you just said, you're timid, we're nervous, we don't know what to say. Foster says, we don't need to be shy. He invites us into the living room of his heart. That's right. <laughs> we can put on slippers and share freely. He invites us into the kitchen of his friendship where chatter and batter mix in good fun. He invites us into the dining room of his strength where we can feast to our heart's delight. He invites us into the study of his wisdom where mm-hmm. we can learn and grow and stretch and ask all the questions we want. Uh-huh. He invites us into the workshop of his creativity where we can be co-laborers with him working together to determine the outcomes of events. That's right. He invites us into the bedroom of his rest where new peace is found and where we can be naked and vulnerable and free. It is also the place of deepest intimacy where we know and are known to the fullest. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. What a better picture of prayer I, than the that's house. Right. That's right. Having a conversation with God. Yeah. I love it. He finishes that, that thought by saying, the key to the house is prayer, and the door to the house is Jesus. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus said himself, I am the door. I am the door. <laughs> so the key, if you want to get to know God, if you want to understand why you feel so tired and why you're struggling so much, and if, if it's because you're not comfortable talking to uh-huh. him, 
He says, turn the key of prayer. That's right. And like you said, you don't have to have a formula. You just have to say, God, I want to talk to you. That's right. And he helps you find those words. That's right. That's right. And and we have permission (laughs) in Romans. uh, And and I know the translators uh, did not make that totally. But Paul said, we, we, by, by faith, we call him Abba, That's right. Father. That's right. Well, the translators added Father. That's right. Because Abba and, and the pure, or Abba or Abba, however you want to choose to pronounce it, is in the purest sense is Daddy. It's Daddy, yeah. It is. We're not comfortable with that kind of language. But that's exactly what he's saying. He's like, I'm your dad. That's right. And you can talk to me. That's right. You know, I remember when I was a boy, like, I, I got crossways with another kid at school and he said I did something that I didn't do and and um, my dad sat me down and he said you look me in the eye and you tell me the truth and if you tell me you didn't do that I'm going to go take care of it I'm going to make sure that it gets squared away on your behalf and I said I didn't do that dad and he took care of it yeah because he believed he he knew me and he knew if I looked him in the eye I was going to tell him the truth and, yeah. and just having that kind of relationship where I could be honest with my father yeah. and that's what God says we can do with him anything in your life you can bring to him yeah. and just let it be squared away yeah well and and and, a, and an aside to that is uh, and I found this uh, I'm, I have this book mentioned it before uh, by Paul Tripp uh, Paul David Tripp New Morning Mercies. Mm-hmm. That's a daily devotional. On June the 12th, it, it, it answered the, the question, and because I didn't have a question about it, but it answers the question, why pray? Hmm. Why would you pray? Why would a person pray? Now, some people have said, we, we, when, why do we, when do we know that we need Jesus? When there's no, nothing left. That's right. Then we know. Well, we we know in our heart of hearts, mm-hmm. but mit, admitting it is difficult. It's just like on June the twelfth in this daily devotional by uh, David Tripp. Um, the, the, he answered the question that I pose: Why pray? And he answered it with six points. Prayer is surrender to the rela- reality that that someone else more ultimate than you. That's right. It's surrender. It's, I give up. Okay, God. That's just like I think I told, uh, I made this statement before, but uh, sometime right after James was killed, I, I, I said to God, okay, I get it. It's your plan. It's your watch. Have your way with me, period. Yep. End of discussion. Yep. Little did I know. Yeah, little did you know. <laughs> little did I know. And then he said... Paul, uh, Paul says, prayer is surrender to the reality that life isn't about you. Wow. That's profound. That's right. Think about that. <clears throat> when, when, you st- when you get on your knees or you sit down in a chair or you lay down in your bed and you admit to the God that it's not about you. That's right. That you need help, that you aren't in charge. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's not my watch. Mm. And prayer is that just what you said. Prayer is a surrender to the reality that you need help. Mm. And, it, and once we do that, and that's what I meant when I said, you can read and read and read and read till your back is bent and your hair is white until trying to understand what prayer is, but until you do it, 
then you can then you can that's the only time you can really understand it that's right if you submit yourself to it then you grow in it that's right it's not something that you inherit that's right and also prayer is surrender to the re- reality that there is wisdom greater than ours because mm. we kind of think we're pretty smart that's right. We think we got it figured out sometimes until we figure out that we don't have it figured out. That's right. And that's when that's when it really gets hard. Uh, and I know that, that that a lot of things are hard sometimes. <clears throat> Prayer is also a surrender of your right to live as you choose. Wow. That's right. Because You're acknowledging that God is God. That's right. And you have to live like he wants you to live. That's right. That's right. and, and that is so profound to me because I'm rereading Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. How many times did God tell them? Mm. And they still didn't get it. They didn't get it until the, they showed up. Mm. The enemy showed up. That's wow. when they got it. Wow. And that's a sad commentary. And also, prayer is surrender of your hopes to God's grace. That's right. So when we, when we surrender ourselves to, to him, when we give up and we realize and we understand that it is not about us. That's right. And I think thinking back, Max Licato wrote a book about it's not about me, but he told the story of where that came from. He, he encountered some, someone he hadn't seen in a long time, and he said to him, well, and they had lunch together, and, uh, he said, well, how are you doing? And the guy didn't answer him. He took a napkin and wrote on the napkin and said, and handed it to Max. It's not about me, and it's not about now. Wow. That's right. That's, that is <clears throat> understanding. Maybe for even for him, it was a glimmering of understanding. Yeah. That is nothing that we do. Sometimes, and I don't know what it is. I think we get lost in the details. Like we get lost in the shuffle. We get lost in the noise. Yeah. And we, we, we just take our eye away until there's no place to go. That's right. But God wants to hear from us now. He wants to know that we're okay. That's right. He, want, we, he wants to, us to uh, acknowledge to him that we understand. That's right. That apart from him, we can do nothing. Yep. And that he is what he is, and he is what he says he is. He is God Almighty. He is Jehovah. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the provider. He is Jehovah Rapha, the healer. That's right. He is all things to us. That's right. He made us. He's our, cho- he He's our father. We're his children. And he, what does he want? One thing, very simply. He wants us all home. Hey, friend. Are you searching for a podcast that partners faith and entrepreneurship? a toolkit of tactical how-tos to start or grow your online business God's way, hop over and check out The Stephanie Gash Show, a top 0.5% podcast for women who are ready to create impact and income without sacrificing family or their faith. Listen in to over 500 episodes on biblical business training, clarity on your niche, podcasting, monetizing, and so much more. That's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E. G-A-S-S, The Stephanie Gass Show. I pray it blesses you. Wow, that's right. And once we understand that, and once we, and, and I don't know, 
I don't know how to explain it exactly, but maybe it has to do with surrender. Mm -hmm. I give up. I can't do it. It's the posture, yeah, of submitting yourself to somebody who can solve your problems or help you or help you understand or help you have the strength to endure. Yep. Philip Yancey um, wrote my other favorite book, probably my favorite book about prayer, called Prayer, Does It Make Any Difference? Yeah, that's right. And he said, does prayer matter? And he he basically looked at all the things Jesus did and said about prayer in the Bible. and. And he said, after surveying Jesus' practice of prayer, I realized that his example does answer one important question about prayer. Does it matter? When doubts creep in and I wonder whether prayer is a sanctified form of talking to myself, I remember and remind myself that the Son of God, who had spoken worlds into being and sustains all that exists, felt a compelling need to pray. He prayed as if it made a difference, as if the time he devoted to prayer mattered every bit as much as the time he devoted to caring for people. That's right. So Philip says, Jesus did it, I ought to do it. Well, think about Jesus. He, his prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane that we have, we have that is recorded. <clears throat> and and, and at, the, at the, in the end, he said, not my will, but your will. Your will, that's right. But then on the cross, just before the, Jesus died, what did he say? Why have you for Why have you forsaken me? That's right. So in his humanity, he understood, and so in our humanity, we need to understand where Jesus was in that. That's right. It's a great example. Even Jesus could feel extreme pressure, and and when he did, he turned to prayer. That's right. And it was okay for him to voice his concern and anger and frustration. Why have you forsaken me? But at the same time, he always turned back. That's a perfect model of lament, I guess, yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. A prayer offered in pain that leads to trust. That's into right. My hands, I commit, into your hands, I commit my spirit. That's right. In the end. And then at the very end, he said, forgive them for they don't know what they do. That's right. What a posture. I love it. So I wanted to give everybody that concept of, of Richard Foster. Prayer is the key, and Jesus is the door. That's right. And, and so we pray in Jesus' name and follow the example of what we've, you've talked to us about today. This will be a great resource for you, friend, to go back and, and listen to the things that Tata said and, and these wise words and, and help you find a, a better path to understanding how to proceed when you, when you need to pray but you don't have the words. And um, I'm sure we'll talk more about prayer at some other time. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess if you're going to use the key to open the door to pray, when should you start? I better start now. Start today. Start today. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren Podcast is listener-supported. Check out patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. That's patron.podbean.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Patrons and partners get free books, transcripts, special patron-only episodes, and more. And partners like you allow us to stay ad-free and keep growing. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together 
via self answer to drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day. Thank you.